Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. A lot of people have been waiting to buy or sell a house because the market hasn't been as great as it was, and the interest rates have been a real deterrent. So will 2024 be a good time to buy or sell a home? We wanted to know, so we asked our local real estate expert and analyst, Arthur Sturbko, to join us. Morning, Arthur. Good morning, David. How is the real estate business going right now? How is the market looking here in greater New Orleans and southeast Louisiana? Well, it's still pretty stable for this time of the year. This is the time where market usually slowed down during the holiday season, but uh, it's still fairly robust. Uh, we haven't seen a, a, a dramatic slowdown from what we would have expected. Uh, the interest rates, while they're around 7.5%, uh, extremely high for the recent historical levels, hasn't really uh, dissuaded a lot of people from buying. Uh, so uh, that's a good thing. Has it, uh, has it guess- forced buyers to make uh, lower offers on homes and, and uh, sellers to consider taking less money because they have to, the buyers have to pay more in interest uh, in their monthly payments, in their mortgages? Well, we've seen that uh, the buyers are buying smaller homes. They're not buying the same sales price homes that they did before. So it's it's kind of interesting that uh, you would think, oh gosh, you know the, the the price of the house has actually fallen, but the person who would have bought a three hundred and seventy five thousand dollar house is now looking at a three hundred twenty five thousand dollar house. The person who was looking for the four hundred thousand dollar house is looking at the three seventy five house. So they're they're making adjustments in their household uh, buying patterns, but the number of houses being sold uh, it hasn't changed really that significantly as I would have expected given the uh, the interest rates. The wild card has been in those areas where the insurance has really become uh, a, highly, a highly significant, much more of a factor than the mortgage rates, to be frank. So the, uh, the, the wind and hail insurance rates have been uh, dramatic here this past, I'd say past six months to nine months. And I guess buyer's agents are having to key in on that more than ever before and make sure that buyers know what it's going to cost them to insure this property before they purchase it. Well, and and the the sellers are keenly aware of it as well as they get their new uh, insurance rates. So when they say the new insurance rates on their home, the insurance rate on the new home they were going to buy isn't as much of a, a, a pressure point because it's it's consistent. If I stay where I am, the, the insurance is high. If I go to a new home, it's going to be high. So that percentage of of what used to go to uh, what that percentage of a housing budget that used to go to uh, to housing is now upwards of 40%. Uh that's 
that's a historic high as far as I can find. A normal market is 28 to 30 percent of your, your income goes to, to housing, note, insurance, and taxes and such. But when you're bumping that 40 percent range, you're really making rentals look much more attractive. And so from that standpoint, the, the market that's really being most affected that I see are the first-time home buyers. They're the ones that are really deciding to – you're seeing a lot more apartments come online, and that's the reason. Because they really can't afford, when you start adding up the note, the insurance, the taxes, uh, and the interest on that note, uh, you're seeing a lot of people who you maybe could have afforded it a year or two ago, but now they can't, huh? That's And, and this, there's still that fear. Well, if that's what it is now, you know, what's going to happen to the insurance later? So there's there's that uh, there's a there's a, an elevated amount of caution. There's not a lot of consumer confidence in our region due to the insurance rates. Uh, that people have they're going to get adjusted to the mortgage rates. I mean that's that's going to happen. I fully expect mortgage rates next year will be in the sixes, hopefully lower. But I, I believe they're going to drop down into the sixes in the not too near future. Uh, the inflation's cooled down a little bit. The Fed has raised interest rates on on things that have really cooled down. But the other inflationary factor that's that's caused inflation to cool down have been the money that would normally go to normal spending is going to insurance. So that has in our market, and it's different than the other parts of the country, unless you're you know in a hurricane prone zone. But uh, that's that's a big uh, deinflationary factor, if you want to think of it. More of their income is going towards those insurance premiums. We're talking with real estate expert Arthur Sturbko. Will 2024 be a good time to buy or sell a house? We'll have him answer that question specifically when we come back. And he said that folks are buying smaller homes or less expensive homes because of all of the pressures on pricing from interest rates to insurance. So does that mean folks at the top of the scale are having trouble selling the most expensive homes? We'll find out what Arthur says about that after this. Check on traffic on WWL. Arthur Sturbko is a real estate expert, and he's with us this morning here on WWL. Arthur, you said that a lot of the pressures from the higher insurance rates, the higher interest rates, have buyers buying less expensive homes, either smaller homes or homes that just cost less, I guess, in different neighborhoods than they otherwise would have a year or two ago. What about at the top of the scale, then? If people are looking for less expensive homes, are the more expensive homes staying on the market longer? Yeah, they certainly are. I mean, that's, again, just a function of uh, interest rates. And, uh, again, the person who wants to buy that more expensive home has to get his home sold. And the person who wants to buy that home, it's a series of dominoes. You press one, it bulges everything down the road. So it, the entire market is impacted by the first, the number, frankly, the number of first time home buyers in a market drives the entire housing market. That's what, if you press on a balloon, it bulges every place else. And the press on the balloon are first time home buyers in the market. So the more they come into the market and purchase, that puts upward pressure on housing prices, even at the upper prices. Uh, so when we're seeing that slowdown in the upper prices, the the number of homes, the sales prices themselves haven't really cratered uh, because of the uh, there's just not as much inventory on the market as there was at one point. Although it's certainly growing in some areas and it's fairly stable in some other areas, but right now the closed sales. It's a, the only real difference I'm seeing in, in homes over 500,000, if we're going to just pick a target point, 
you know, the, the number of, of closed sales is down about 12% in St. Tammany Parish, down about 21% in Jefferson, down about 32% in Orleans. So we're seeing a little bit of displacement in that 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 part of the marketplace. And uh, part of that is just perception of crime and safety and those kinds of issues. Right. But that's a historic, historical issue. So if your home is worth more than half a million dollars, you may have trouble selling it right now. But you said the lower end of the market is doing well. Is 2024, uh, based on your crystal ball, as good as it can be, uh, look like a good year for folks to buy and sell homes? I really do. I think it's going to be a very solid year. Uh, I think this past 12 months, has been a real uh, jolt to most people's uh, pocketbooks. I think that, like everything else, uh, people will get adjusted to the interest rates. They'll see that fall in interest rates from we were at 8% for a brief period of time. Now we're down to 7.5. I believe we're going to get into the sixes. And I think that the uh, insurance uh, rates are just going to be accepted. The, the, the sticker shock will be largely gone uh, and more accepted in the market. And uh, we may see a little difference in sales prices and things. But, again, there's no real new inventory coming into the market. So the population is going to continue to grow in our region, there's no doubt. Uh, but the amount of new homes coming on the market to uh, uh, accept that population isn't going to increase significantly. Said, so there's always going to be a, a decrease in, in supply. You said earlier that for many folks who may have been looking to buy previously right now may be a better time to rent because of the pressures that we've discussed. So is it a good time for someone to buy investment properties and become a landlord? Uh, is that an opportunity that exists right now if you have more people out there renting? And rents are pretty darn high right now. Rents and the rents are going to go higher. I, I, there's no, I believe that. But, but yes, the answer to your question is yes. Uh, again, there are some d distressed sellers in the market, and uh, you know there are always going to be home buyers in the market, and then there are also going to be what I call home thieves in the market that kind of prey on people that are in distress. And uh, you know some people are going to lose their jobs, some people are going to have to make transfers to maintain their jobs, their divorces, their you know there are a lot of things that deaths, there are a lot of things that cause uh, distressed sales. And uh, there are people out there in the market all the time looking for those opportunities. All right. So, yes, it's a good time if you want to become a landlord or you are a landlord and want to expand your uh, uh, investment property portfolio. This may be a good time to do that. You know, I I guess I just got really lucky about it was almost two years ago now. I sold my home that I'd owned for 25 years in Metairie and I openly admit I got stupid money for it nearly tripled what I paid for it a quarter of a century earlier, and we bought up in Tangipahoe Parish, and now we are just perfectly happy with the way things worked out. Well, the average rate of, of appreciation in Greater New Orleans for probably the last 50 years on an annualized basis is about 5%. So every year, now there have been some times when we've gone down 10 15%, and the times when we've gone up 20 but overall, housing is still a solid, a solid investment. Yeah. So, they, yeah, put in, the American dream is so for a reason. And, yeah, right. Buy a house and you almost always end up making money on it. So but I just lucked out right after the uh, pandemic and made just stupid money off of my Metairie home. So, <laughs> well, welcome to Tangipahoe Parish. Yeah. It's a hot market up there. <laughs> Thank you, Arthur. We appreciate your expertise. Have a great 2024. 
Okay, bye-bye. Arthur Sturbko here on WWL. All right, coming up next half hour, surging flu cases just in time for the holidays. We'll find out how bad it is in Louisiana, and COVID is putting 30% more people in the hospital nationwide. What's up with that? We'll find out after the news with Ian Ozan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.